Hello, love buddies. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Alk. We're a semi-professional look at wedding planning and marriage. Basically, we're going to help you get together and hopefully stay together. So today we have a very special guest, uh, Leslie White with Leslie Hair and Makeup is going to talk to us about hair and makeup post and during a pandemic. Um, Welcome, Leslie. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hey, guys. It's awesome to be here. I'm excited. So excited to have you here just because um, one of us doesn't know a lot about hair or makeup. So. I think two of us, actually, not just one. I think one two. of us knows less than the other. Uh, I don't want to name any names. Jen, not pointing Jen, fingers. Jen doesn't know very much. It's so weird. He's all up on the latest fashion, and he's like watching the TikTok makeup videos. And oh gosh, I completely believe it. Well, I mean, I got to do it. I mean, our daughter loves to do hair and makeup, and so. I'm her muse, apparently, and she does my hair and makeup every day. So we, we try to stay up on that kind of stuff, you know? This is a true story. Oh, yeah. you're supporting her dreams, and that's bravo for you. Yeah, we should have had actually Nora on this podcast. She would have loved to talk to you because she is obsessed with makeup right now. <laughs> Man, we probably should have just asked her input what to do post-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, more makeup. Just more, put on more makeup. The virus. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all new to us. All mm-hmm. everything that's going on in the industry, we are all experiencing this and lying at the seat of our pants. Yeah. But I think that what we need to do at this time is turn to professionals and ask their advice. I can say what I think maybe you should do, but I think it's just better to address these topics with people who have more experience. And you deal with things like this all the time. You deal with people who might have the flu, who Mm -hmm. might have um, skin conditions that you don't want to pass on to other people. And I think that that's something that you have to, to consider. And I think more people are going to be more of, they're going to be aware of it. Would it be safe to say that like hair and makeup artists deal with like the the grossest stuff on a wedding day? They have the ability to get the most sick out of anybody who's there. Uh, yeah, you definitely can. It's not common, but there are definitely situations where you're like, um, this is really gnarly. Stay professional, do the job. Or if you can't do the job, you have to be professional and tell the client that this is not. I can't continue this service. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very infrequent that that happens, but we always have to be on our guard for it. Have you ever had to do that? Uh, with pink eye. I had two once. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a mother, her daughter had pink eye and um, she was in the room and she, cute little thing. She was maybe four years old. And I was like, your daughter has pink eye. I can't be anywhere near. She can't be anywhere near my kit. You've been holding her. You've been touching her. You've been cleaning out her goop. I can't do the service on you. And she understood she was a doctor, uh, oddly enough. Um, but that was definitely a, I had to do it. If I, if I did not, I would have to toss everything in my kit. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. not something you want to do or, or you can afford to do. Yeah, absolutely. 
So considering um, those precautions that you have to take when people have shown symptoms of like pink eye, um, are there things that you plan on taking like different approaches um, when it comes to weddings and events that you are doing uh, once events are allowed? Um, Do you have a protocol set up? Yeah. So the protocol that I have right now, um, it doesn't really change that much. Um, Most of the protocol I have covers all our bases for viruses and infections and diseases. Um, That's part of the perk of being licensed to do this. In the state of Indiana, you have to be licensed to get paid to do hair and makeup. Um, so most of our sanitation, when we go to school, we, I think it's something like 60% of our education is on sanitation, disinfecting viruses, germs, disease, all of those things, which they don't really talk about how much that is touched on. There's a lot of practical work learning how to do the service, but most of it is, um, infection control. Wow. That should show to people, like show people why it's so incredibly important to hire someone who's certified. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, so we we're already, anyone that's certified that's licensed through the state, we have already this whole thing covered. So it's not, it's not a shock to the system to have to deal with a virus. Um, There are a few things that we have to adjust to. Not everyone does it, but other countries do it to where they automatically wear masks no matter what, because you're that close in proximity to a client. Um, We, out of any other vendor in a wedding, we are that close to a person's face. Um, So much more than anyone else. Uh, Your cake decorator, your florist, your photographer is never really that close. The the photographer can get a little bit closer for detail, but you also have tools on your cameras to get closer. So most of what we're doing is already set in place with the protocol. Um, There's a few things that we add to it now. We automatically wash our hands between each client, but now we're asking the clients Hey, wash your hands before you sit in my chair. Between clients, wiping down with a disinfectant. Um, we automatically use a full set of makeup brushes for each person. Um, we cannot reuse. We cannot just take a little rubbing alcohol and clean it off. It has to be a completely whole new set that has been disinfected and cleaned before we got in sight. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, how is that um, going to affect people who have like 12 bridesmaids and a mo- and moms they have to have? Is this going to be, are we going to potentially see a price increase for makeup artists just to be able to cover those sorts of things? Um, I don't think so. From anyone that I've interacted with or talked to about um, the transition during the virus that's going on right now with COVID-19. No one's really talking about a price increase or anything. It's just maintaining professionalism. Um, We've already have our prices set um, for this very reason. We're not just, we're not just charging for a service. We're charging for an entire experience. Yeah. Um, So it is not only 
making sure all of our product is new, fresh, clean, ready for you. Um, it's We're guiding you through the whole event up to the morning of, as well as any other vendors. Um, but we're helping making the timeline. Uh, we're helping pick out your look anything from if you need hair extensions to any kind of face treatments um if your skin is really dry we can guide you through what you need to do up until that point because most of us are interacting with our clients up to like eight months to a year before the wedding and that's ample time for us to be like hey this is what you need to do to look your app best so we're already we're already covered in those aspects i don't really think there would be a price increase Mm -hmm. for the most of us yeah, well, it sounds like uh, couples need to start tipping the the uh, makeup artist, the hair stylist a little Can bit Can couples more. just tip you in like brushes? Is that a thing? <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to it, honestly. You got to um, put like a I, tip jar up on your website that's just like, click here to buy me more brushes. I love that. You may be the person that I'm going to be updating my website for. <laughs> Please pay me in makeup brushes. That's great. So what what are some things that couples should be asking their makeup artist that would be oh. important to know that their safety and their guests' safety and those that are, are uh, experiencing this makeup experience are safe, they're not going to be contracted by anything? What are some questions that they should be asking? Most of what they should be asking is, one, what's your experience? If you're new, if you're untrained, not that they don't have talent, but they're not going to be the best to guide you in the best way possible. That's honestly, I think that's the biggest thing. What's your experience? What what do you normally have to deal with? How is weddings your full-time job? Is makeup your full-time job? Is this a hobby? Where did you learn this? What is contingency plan if you get sick? I know that a lot of photographers get that question, but not many like makeup artists get that question. And that is a very valid thing. They're hiring us for a skill. And if we get sick, I have it in my contract that they're covered. There's someone that it will be of an equal talent um, and skill level that will take my place. But not everyone has that. So I would... I would make sure that they have those bases covered. Worst case scenario, you get sick. What happens? Have you ever had a situation where you got sick and you had to have another makeup artist come in? I have not, but I manage a team of artists. And one of my artists had, let's see, she had strep and the flu at the same time. At the same time? Yeah. Yeah. She got hit hard. Um, she's still alive, right? <laughs> yeah, she's great. Okay. Uh, so she got hit. She's a nurse. So she's very much out there and she's around a lot. Uh, so it was a situation where I talked to the artists and I'm like, hey, if you are on antibiotics, you've been on for a while, you feel good, um, you're not throwing up anymore then we can definitely still go through with this if you don't have a fever or anything. But if you still have these things, then we need to talk to the bride and see what we need to do to remedy this problem. Um, So she was not better. She still had a fever. She was still sick. So it was two days before the wedding. I had to call the bride and inform her, hey, if you want 
your artist is still willing to do it. Her fever broke. She's been on, on antibiotics, but this is what's going on. And she was like, I'm going on my honeymoon and I don't want to get sick on my honeymoon. So please, what are the other options? So I was able to work it out. Fortunately, I have seven other people, eight other people that do weddings with me. So I was able to divide and conquer to where I personally made sure that I went to take care of her. Mm-hmm. And then her bridal party, I had um, some of my team members come take care of her. Um, so it was all covered. She was ecstatic. She wrote a rave review at the end of it. Uh, so, I mean, our bases are covered. We've got a full staff if anything like this happens, fortunately. How long have you been doing hair and makeup, like professionally? I'm not professionally. I've been doing this since I was very, very young. Um, I think I was maybe in eighth grade Mm -hmm. doing my sister's friend's hair for prom. And I was so excited that the the older kids wanted me to do their hair. Uh, But I've been doing this since 2007. Mm -hmm. Wow. So however many years that's been. (laughs) And how long did it take you to build up a team where you have like eight different makeup artists who could all go out and work on, you know, a, a, a wedding day? Yeah, I started uh, probably five years into doing weddings. I started um, hiring people to help me. And normally they were hairstylists that I know do work very well mm-hmm. um, that were also friends and as it got bigger and it got more serious i had to kind of put the friendship aside and get rid of some people and hire on um people that were extremely professional so it's been probably in the past four years i've had a team of people um work for work with me consistently Mm -hmm. awesome So this is a little bit off topic from what we were talking about with uh, COVID Mm -hmm. and safety, but I'm actually just curious and uh, maybe this could be helpful to some of our couples out there. Um, If you had um, just off the top of your head, um, some ways to be, to help your couples be the most conscious of time and be able to advice to be able to give them to to use their time wisely, especially with the morning, the morning being so busy. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of couples like to stay up very late. Um, so making sure that that morning doesn't start at 4 a.m. What yeah. are what are some of your tips to make sure that uh, your couples are using their time wisely with a makeup and hair stylist? Uh, I fully believe that it's not necessarily the client's responsibility to keep everyone on track. Um, it's on their wedding day. They should be able to tune out. They should be able to enjoy and they should be able to fully trust their professionals to make sure that they have a regimented timeline. Uh, so outside of making sure that everyone is there at the start time, I don't think they should be really concerning with time. Um, they do need to take their professional seriously. I do have to get me mom voice occasionally and be like, okay, guys, sit down. We got to focus. If we are late with hair and makeup, the rest of the day is late. Your photographer will be mad at me. Your coordinator will be mad at me. And I don't need all those people mad at me. At the end of the day, you will thank me. Sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, that's great as a photographer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is 
the reason why we love working with professional makeup and hairstylists because we know that the itinerary is going to run from what we had talked about of the finishing touches of hair and makeup to our starting point. And we know, we understand that sometimes it's not, it's definitely not the, the makeup artist and the hairstylist fault. If things do run behind, there are people that show up late. There are people that make a lot of requests. Um, and (laughs) that can definitely play into the factor of that itinerary. But I think that who you choose in the morning and their concern on whether or not the day goes smoothly is a huge factor on whether or not you're going to be able to get to your ceremony on time, start your pictures when you would like to start them and have warm food. Because if you start off slow and you aren't able to get all the things completed that you need to complete in the morning or before the ceremony, then you're potentially going into that reception time. So not only are you um, spending less time at your reception, but you're potentially serving cold food to your guest. And so I think it's incredibly important to have professionals and the morning. I mean, no pressure for hair and makeup artists or anything. I mean, <laughs> I like the, the balance of the whole day hangs in, in your hands or anything. Wow. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's, but it's not something that ca- I, I don't think for most people who are professionals that understand that time is important, they prepare for it. It's, yeah. it's not that they're like surprised, like, oh, this is my responsibility to, to keep them on schedule. No, they just know and they prepare for it beforehand. And mm-hmm. so if you are talking to a makeup artist or a hairstylist and they're not giving you a timeline, they're not giving you an idea of how much it's going to take per person or how many people you need. And you, you have like 12 people that need to get hair and makeup done. And they're like, oh, yeah, one person will be fine. That nope. you That's a huge red flag. You should have uh, someone that's okay. talking to you about that time. And, and so even though it is a lot of responsibility for someone who starts off the day, they're already prepared. Absolutely. I feel like hair and makeup also, you guys kind of set the tone for the rest of the day. So, I mean, still, yeah, no pressure or anything, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. We completely do. But I mean, I feel like there's so many times where as photographers, we show up like right at the end of hair and makeup usually. And Mm -hmm. you can just tell if the bride, the bridesmaids, uh, if they're in a good mood or not. And yeah. that just transfers over the rest of the day. If they're in a good mood to where everything else just seems, they just seem happier going forward. They mm-hmm. seem better prepared. They seem like they can handle it all. Um, what are some things like you do to help set like the mood and make it like a, a, a welcoming environment and something mm-hmm. that like the, the client feels like they're comfortable and they're ready for the day. Yeah. Uh, so I have a very, sarcastic personality. Um, I come from a family where we push emotions away with humor and that actually works really well with weddings Uh, because when there is that serious moment where a bride is freaking out and it's not that she doesn't want to marry the person, it's just the nerves are overwhelming my humor of do you need to run around do we need do i need to pull out my car we can go let's do this <laughs> it's just these light-hearted interactions and jokes and things to kind of get their mind off the 
seriousness of the moment if they want. I mean, some absolutely want to be in that moment and I will never rob them of that. But if they have really bad jitters um, or they're super overwhelmed, I, uh, I've gotten very good at reading body language uh, with working with brides or upset clients or whatever. Whenever there is something that people don't like, normally their hand naturally gravitates towards that area. They get a little self-conscious. If it's the bang that's too low, they'll keep touching it or little things like that. So reading the body language and knowing, hey, that bang needs to be a little bit higher. Let's play with that. Is this... This is not something you're content with. Let's keep working with it. Should I move it this way, this way? And um, not even necessarily calling them out that they're not content with this, but let's, okay, so we're not, this isn't, I don't feel like this is quite right. What do you think? Let's play with this a little bit more. Um, it kind of guides the conversation, guides the mood and the dynamics. So if people need some, Music helps a lot. If you walk into a room and everyone's dead set quiet. Yeah. I, <laughs> Those are the toughest ones. <laughs> Those are. And I normally, if it's a fun loving group and they're not playing music, I'm like, Hey, does that, what's the bride's favorite kind of music? Let's play that. If I have um, some sort of beat, it'll keep a flow with my work and it'll keep it moving along. Um, but I have met some brides that are like, I am too nervous to hear any outside noises. Please don't. Let's just keep it quiet. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, let's just shut everyone out. Like, let's just you and me. Uh, let's close this bathroom door. Let's just work on your hair. And uh, and then when we're done, we'll see what everyone thinks. How about that? And that helps a lot. There's so much more that goes into it than just a smoky eye. <laughs> Yeah, making people pretty. There's so much yeah. more than that. <laughs> no, that's that's so great. And it, I mean, there's so many things that, that happen behind the scenes. You can't really sell yourself on as a vendor. Yeah. But there's a reason why people charge a certain amount. There's a reason why they call it an experience instead of just a service. And mm -hmm. I, I think it does create a completely different experience for each couple depending on what who they choose to surround themselves with for the day yeah yeah I notice a lot of vendors uh their clients kind of have like personalities mm -hmm. um which ends up being a great pair for weddings um because I mean you're you spend a fair amount of time preparing with this person communicating with this person so it's nice when you all so get along. So going forward, you said you're going to have to be washing your hands a lot more. You're going to have to be um, making sure you have a set of brushes for each one of the bridesmaids. Are you concerned at all that when you're taking all these precautions, it'll build an idea into people's heads that like somebody's sick or that there's something wrong? Or do you think people will just learn to kind of accept that and move on? I think at this point, because of this current pan pandemic, there is no question that we need to be over the top precautious. Um, it is, even though it's this invisible germ that we can't see, it is very real and it is affecting everyone's lives, whether it's immediate or through someone, you know, or someone, you know, you know, kind of thing. Um, it is the, the damage is catastrophic. And I think people in general, are aware 
that they it, this needs to be taken more seriously. I think in a terrible way, this kind of validates our industry a little bit better. This makes people take us more seriously than just people that play with hair and makeup, um, which we were way overdue to be taken serious for the amount of work we do outside of just putting pretty stuff on people's faces. Um, it's long overdue. It's unfortunate that it happened in this situation. Um, but I feel like consumers in general are, are much more aware of the things they touch, the things they interact with. You see someone on the street and they sneeze, you can't help but give them a dirty look and kind of walk away. You know, <laughs> people are much more conscious of germs right now. And um, I think we should take advantage of the awareness and run with it and put some education with that too. That's a great answer. Thank yeah, you so much, really Leslie. Is. I also I, like what you just to highlight what you said, it has been a long time and it seems like you guys are starting to get the respect you deserve. And there's things that I've been telling our couples for the, since the beginning, like how important it is to use a professional for hair and makeup. And it's, again, it's not just the look like people see, Oh, well you can follow tutorials and you can just do, I can just have somebody do this on me, but just the, the importance of the safety of your industry and how many people you come in contact with. And also um, considering what we talked about earlier, like the brush use and thinking about your clients who was saying, I'm going on my honeymoon. I don't want to get sick. And you have yeah. to keep all of those things in mind that you're not only just having this one day, but you have a honeymoon to go to. You are going to be in contact of, with all of your relatives including the the older ones in your family that are high risk and taking that chance of passing that on um, through a, with another source, like a, a makeup brush, it, it would just, it would be devastating Absolutely. Um, just to know that it came from, from something so simple that could have been prevented. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have to get to the point where, um, we have to look into infectious disease insurance for the makeup artists. Um, we can be held liable for something. Mm -hmm. If a person leaves our room and later on they get sick about something and they can pinpoint it back to one area, that will destroy a career and, mm -hmm. and a, a life, you know, a livelihood even. So it's, um, we have to be very cautious of, what we do and who we interact with and how far it spreads too. One thing I really hope that comes from all this is that people will be more accepting of people not coming to weddings when they're sick. I feel like yeah. so many times when we're working weddings, people show up with like, who, who are just straight up sick, like feverish sometimes, like sometimes mm -hmm. like, Oh, I might have the flu. And it's like, why are you here? And like, well, I couldn't miss this person's wedding. And it's like, this person wouldn't want you here sick though. They don't want you to get other people sick. And like, right. I, I really hope this kind of brings that around to like weddings in general is like, it's okay if people don't come on the day who RSVP they're going to come because they're going to be sick. Like yeah. that, mm -hmm. I feel like that isn't acceptable in our culture or wasn't before. And I really hope it becomes acceptable in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad that people are utilizing more video conference calls, Zoom meetings and everything for people that can't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people RSVP'd and you paid money for their plate. But at the end of the day, how much do you want the flu to be spread around because you wanted your great aunt to come that you haven't seen in 10 years or whatever it may be? Absolutely. We're seeing more people wanting to do Facebook live events through like a professional service because they want to know they don't want to give the responsibility to someone who wants to enjoy the wedding, but also they want those that cannot attend to be able to watch it. So we're actually doing a few where we would be setting up a Facebook live for our couples. That's really great. That keeps the headcount cost down and then they're able to reallocate some of that money to professional. Um, That's a great idea. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that you answered all the questions we had really well. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight, Leslie. Um, Where can people find you? Uh, They can find me on my website, Leslie Hair and Makeup, my Instagram, Leslie Hair and Makeup, or my team that I manage. You can look at Indie Bridal Co., it's uh, CO, not company. It's just the abbreviation of it on Instagram, uh, Facebook, our website, not Twitter. I don't really get Twitter, but <laughs> <laughs> everything else you can find us on. Just type in the name, even just Google and everything will pop up. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us and have a great night, Leslie. Yeah, yeah you too, guys. Cheers. Leslie's had so many great things to say. Yeah, it's really awesome getting to talk to her a little bit more. I really liked that. Um, just a, another hair and makeup um, artist, but so many other great things to consider, especially since we've gone through something completely new, something we haven't seen in the industry before and seeing how important that is. I think people are going to start taking sanitation and um, safety so much more serious than they used to. I think it's going to be weird, though, if everybody's wearing masks to do like hair and makeup, because I'm just going to be thinking the whole time, like, am I in the dentist's office right now or? Yeah, that's usually the first thing I think about. Yeah. I'm in the grocery store now and I'm thinking, am I in the dentist's office? Uh, is this the doctor's office? What's going on? <laughs> Why do these people have masks? It's OK, because typically I'm there. I will let you know, Stephen, don't need to be scared. We're not at the dentist. We are at a wedding. Sometimes I'm like, is there some sort of crazy pandemic going on I didn't know about? And it's like, oh, wait, there was. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, This is why Jen leaves the house, not me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Stephen hasn't seen the light of day in um, months, right? Just through the windows, babe. Just through the windows. (laughs) It's like I live in a cruise ship now. Like the best place to quarantine if you were alone. Because obviously the cruise ships are not the best place to be right now. (laughs) On this cruise ship, I am the chef and also the janitor. So it's not the greatest. It's also the best for me, though, because... Really? (laughs) It's all you can eat. And uh, the chef is really good. And he makes things to order for you. (laughs) It was not a cheap cruise, though. Not a cheap one at all. (laughs) Especially for my sanity. I've lost a, a lot of um, mental money. <laughs> Your mental piggy bank is running a little bit low. You've been withdrawing. <sighs> so I think that's going to do it for us this week here at Wedded. Where can listeners find us, Jen? 
If you want to connect with us online, you can find us at Wedded Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to join the awesome community of listeners, we're growing on Facebook. You can join the Wedded Facebook Grid Facebook group. <laughs> Don't forget to add your love. I am Groot. <laughs> Be nice to have a Wedded Facebook Groot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you would like to send in any questions or advice, you can reach out to us on our website at weddedpod.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wedded. I love you, babe. Love you too, baby. <laughs> <laughs>